Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome another episode of Hypecast. Hype, Hypecast. It hypecast. is the show where we get hyped about stuff and things. I'm your co-host Tom Ryman. I'm your other co-host David Bell. Woo. I'm Abe Epperson. Uh, uh, Woo. I'm the guest, and I'm hype. Woo. Yeah. Give us a woo. Yeah, you son ah. of a bitch. <laughs> Ah, thank you so much, Abe, for being on the show. Hey, um, thanks for having me, you know? Yeah, yeah man. Now that what are you up to? We're finished screaming at each other. Yeah, tell us what you've been up to, man. Uh, you know, just, uh, I'm over at Small Beans, so I've been working yep. at Small Beans, patreon.com slash Small Beans. Small Beans, uh, yeah. Where you can get your podcast, you know, and I've been doing that shit. Uh, I got some groceries. That... I don't know, it's been pretty boring. Is Small Beans a reference to small testicles? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what I figured, but I didn't. I wasn't sure. I mean, it's um, not only that. I don't okay. know why. We just always would say it's just something we'd always say. We'd be like, we want to be big beans, you know, like right. That that we want to have big we testicles. Had, yeah. We, well, yeah. We, yeah, yeah. we, we want to grow into huge, monstrous beans. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was just listening to you on the hot dog uh, talking about the underground comedy movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I've been, I remember, I'm so excited to listen to that episode. Yeah, that, yeah. that is. I remember the garbage. infomercials. It's it's. Mm. I remember watching the infomercials as a teenager and being like, "Nope, <laughs> that I, looks terrible." Legitimately, I think a part of me died watching yeah. it. Like it, <laughs> I like I was like. I was a different person when I came out of that what, movie. I was what, like, "What I is it? Like, I don't have any prior knowledge that the da- that Dave seems like, to have." Kentucky Fried movie, uh huh. But made, I mean, it's made by the Sham Wow guy, yeah. <laughs> which is a whole, oh, no. I remember, like, where's that coming from? <laughs> yeah, imagine I remember, zero oh, comedic talent, like zero, yeah. and confident that you are funny as hell. So I you're going the, there. Um, yeah, the infomercials were just, it's so offensive. I guarantee, that was the line, guaranteed to offend you or your money back, they said in it. Well, and then I remember <laughs> it was just like poop. I remember them saying, featuring poop. models, pooping. Uh, yeah. And then I remember like a shot of someone who was clearly like probably homeless and probably had mental health issues. Yeah. It's and cr- they're like filming crimes. them on the street. And, and then like, and then just like awful things, just a, like a flashes of awful things. And it was just like, this yeah. looks 
They, Absolutely uh, terrible. They went out, and uh, I thought they were making a movie, but they just filmed crimes. Jesus. Yeah, that checks out. Okay. And then they said, it's funny. That, right? was a real, that was a real bum fights, Girls Gone Wild era. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, yes, it was. Yes, it was. And this was on... I remember that because you you know you finish watching like the midnight showing of Tales from the Crypt or whatever, uh, and you're like, okay, let's roll them dice on Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we going to get boobs or are we going to get like that depressing underground comedy movie infomercial? <laughs> and and like if you yeah, Girls Gone Wild, you'd be like, ah, sweet uh, mm-hmm. underground comedy movie. I mean, they're they're both they both create a sense of sadness, you know. Yeah. But one is like horny sadness, and the other right. is just sadness. Yeah, it's uh, it was the two thousands, dark time, dark. Yeah, time. that was like the darkest thing about them, from what I remember. Mm-hmm. And the, the it was early, pretty bad. the early aughts were pretty dark with stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we just we just uh, <laughs> we just we sort of let, sad. let bum fights happen. <laughs> yeah, for a while. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and that was our formative years, or at least it was mine. What does that say? I don't know, man. It it uh it says we're awesome. I, all I know is that I come to Hypecast for the existential crises <laughs> and, and the sad childhood the sad memories. Ch- yeah, no, but yeah, that was a terrible mm. movie. That was a terrible <laughs> movie. Is the point? Yeah. Well, speaking of movies, no. we got we got a bu- okay. Oh, all right. Well, listen. Uh, no, I guess I that's listening. it for Hypecast. <laughs> I think we can wrap it up. <laughs> Listen, we have a whole array of, of, of motion picture trailers to watch. And some, we do, some shows, some shows. Yeah. Uh, first, we have producers to thank. So oh, yeah. Let's do that. I'll do that. Um, big thank you to Driftless, the negotiating Cenobite. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you to Hombre says, hail Ratma. Praise him. He's the <laughs> reason for the keep- season. Yeah, I think after uh, Chiz, th- there was a wave of people being like, oh, we doing the Simpsons thing? Yes. Uh, so we're going to keep getting these. Uh, uh, okay. And I encourage it. <laughs> I encourage it. Sure, sure. Uh, spooky, spooky patrons. Oh, right. right sure. Thank yeah. Yeah. Thank you to Heathliffs helping handfuls. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you to the conveniently play self-destruct button on the top of every baby's head. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you to Samuel Beckett's Donuts and Mortgage Emporium. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Snapper Car Punches God in the Dick. Thank you. Thank you to At Nerd Numbers. Thank you. Thank you to Mike the Lurker. Thank you so much. Oh, here's a Halloween theme one. Thank you to Dracula the Bus Driving Vampire. That is a scary bus. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Brockway Loves the Meat Millie. Thank you. Thank you to David Knife, Knife Boot, Boot Henson. In a way, that's also a holiday uh, name because Knife Boots it's are true. scary. Knife Boots can be scary. They are I'm radical, spooked. but they can be scary. That's true. Like us. Um, my bones in, are rattling right now. There you go. Yeah. yeah just quaking in my boots. Clickety clack. Yeah. Let me take over here. Thank you to Grumblebee. Thank you. Thank you to Screaming Horse Pyramid. That's a Halloween Thank name. Thank you. That's uh, true. Thank you to Look Mom on a Podcast. Thank you. Also a Halloween name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thank you to Zex Merkis, the Lightning Baron. Thank you. Thank you to Deborah's Awesome Barbara's Great and Cancer Can Go to Hell. Thank <clears> you. <throat> Thank you to Numino Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis Anti Disestablishmentarianism Jones. Thank you. Thank you to the baby from Eraserhead. Thank you. Thank you to Chiz Killy Tits. There we go. Ooh, thank you. Thank you to these seven bees. Thank you. Thank you to Breezy Ruizy. Thank you. Thank Woo! you. All right. Okay. We got some sp- 
spooky trailers, okay. starting with <laughs> the undead. Net, yep, the Netflix's show from Netflix. It's a, it's a movie, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I hope it's just a movie. Uh, oh yeah, I didn't even blockbuster. Think. Yeah, it's the blockbuster movie. Yeah. It's a movie that Netflix that should better. not be allowed to make. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh wait, it is a, a show. Little... It is a show. Uh, yeah. I, I, I was so. literally about to say that makes me feel better that it's not a uh, right. movie, but it feels like a show. Yeah. This is this is late to the meme, right? Yeah. Like uh, th- I, I I wrote this in the notes is that like when you make something, it takes a while to make. And so, like, this was probably, like, set up, like, four years ago when, like, Blockbuster being the last Blockbuster was, like, a thing. And now we've all kind of forgotten about it. And and so it's it's very much like, don't make shows and movies based off memes. Just don't. Because by the time it comes out, everybody will be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we've I moved on. I remember that meme. We've moved on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like all of the Tiger King stuff. <laughs> I think some, yeah. some of them, I think, got correctly were canceled, but I think they still are going forward with one or two of those uh, Tiger right. King or, or, dramatizations. Yeah, or like Space Force, where it's like, ah. Or when they did <laughs> a season is... two of Space Force. <laughs> oh, no, I don't. I don't. Yeah. You're Why totally would you right. do that? <laughs> Isn't it? I can't remember. I have not seen Space Force, but it would land if, like, they have, like, a Kofefi joke or whatever it is. Oh, I hope. I mean, Space Force is the Kofefi joke made into a TV show. That's right. Like, that's what what it is. Incompetence was hilarious again. Um, It's not. It's, yeah, it's it's really not. Um, But anyway. This is kind of depressing. Blockbuster, like, honestly. uh, It really is. Like, this this just bummed me out. It kind of bummed me out. I actually think they could make it interesting. And what if, like, all right, what if it it gets picked up for, like, a second and a third season, right? Like, the plot twist is that, like, in season three, they get into streaming and take down Netflix. That would actually be funny to me. You know what actually will happen, though? No. I guarantee there'll be at least 10 Netflix jokes, right? Yeah. Of just like people being like, I fucking hate Netflix or whatever. Right. Or like some, yeah. But you're right. It, they should do that. They should do something where they like bomb Netflix. Yeah. Like the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It ends with a murder suicide at Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Know. No, no, no. Well, I love that they act like Blockbuster wasn't a corporate entity. And mm-hmm. they treat it like a mom and pop. I know it's the last, and that was kind of mommy and poppy. But, right. uh, man, oh, man, it really does feel like, hey, feel sympathy for corporations. Yes, <laughs> because yeah. the thing they're doing is, like, the guy who's like, I will never be the next Tarantino if I don't work at a video store. And it's like, yeah, the video store wasn't Blockbuster, though. Like, <laughs> like yeah. whatever video store Tarantino worked at, which must have been exhausting, obviously, to work with Tarantino mm-hmm. in a... In a video, video store? store, my God, yeah. Yeah. just a room but, with him. Like I, like that's the thing is I like where I grew up. I had a little indie theater and indie video store with an amazingly huge cult section, stuff like that. That's actually what Netflix killed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't give a fuck about Blockbuster. Um, I, you know, I, I uh, I've gone to a couple every now and then. I preferred Hollywood Video because mm. you know I like the underdog. But you know what I mean? It's well, like Hollywood Video yeah, also but, had a better selection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. But it's like Ooh, hot to Blockbuster. 
People went because it was the only thing in town, unless you had a local video store. And I feel like most people have more fond memories of like that local video store. And again, that's what actually got killed. Yeah, it's uh, the ritual of it, though, is what appeals to people, right? It's, you know, we would go out and go to Blockbuster, be a whole thing, you know, like it's a, yeah. fr- it's a Friday night thing. You go out and rent like a couple of videos and it's fun. It was a it was a formative for experience sure. for a lot of people of a certain age. Um, but yeah, it is, sure. it's interesting that like it's about something that we should be very sad about, which is huge uh, faceless corporations uh, crushing uh, mom and pop, crushing uh, everything that's not big box realtors in the name of like con- convenience and uh, or or whatever. But like, right. it's so. I'm really concerned how much of a f- how many fans brands have right now. Yeah, like that really bugs me. Like how hard people fight on behalf of like DC and Marvel and right. Disney on like online, yeah, and then like stands. Blockbuster is another huge brand where it's like, well, I, I understand being, I don't know, it's, it's this, it's the social media stuff where they're like, oh my god, look at Wendy's clapping back, yeah, and it's just like, I don't know how else to say it. Is that like this sucks. It makes me feel old, but <laughs> yeah. when I was a kid. This wasn't cool. No, it's this, not a cool thing. This sucks. And like, yeah. so just like everything, every possible corner of this project makes me sad. Uh, yeah. It's it's about a thing that is sad, but it's it's making us try to feel sympathy for the brand that was itself crushing mom and pop stores. Like Blockbuster ruined mom and yeah. pop video stores. Um, but also, it's you know like the the death of physical media and of actual physical retailers is a huge problem uh, i don't it's i don't know just yeah. ev- everything about this project bothers me <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sick of workplace comedies like <clears throat> every possible layer i reject this and, and which, which well not every possible layer i like people in the cast like i like randall park and uh jb smooth and um uh melissa yeah, Fumero but, from uh brooklyn you know. 99 but yeah, you yeah, know. The, the cast is is good, but like, yeah, it doesn't it's like, and I'm sure the writers are good. I didn't find the jokes particularly good in this trailer. Oh, all the jokes are I, bad. I'm, They're yeah, all bad. I'm on, I'm in the same place where it's like, yeah, I'm not mad at the people making it. It's just like it's very sad. Yeah, it, it's the the entire thing as you described it, <laughs> and the fact uh, that it's being made like, oh, by the fact that it's being made by Netflix is like, oh fuck you. Yeah, like it's yeah, and it's feeding like, That's us. Hilarious. Yeah, they're they're feeding us the our own. They're feeding us the nostalgia, and the thing we're nostalgic for is the thing that they were instrumental in dismantling. I don't. It's it's just so cynical and so corporate and so like yeah. it's everything about this fucking sucks. Like, yeah. how dare this show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, here's the thing: is they know they can get uh, away with it. Yeah, you know, because the the same reason that we're like uh, Netflix did this. Netflix killed Blockbuster and Hollywood Video and mom and pop stores. They did, but they weren't the only parties that did. It no, was right. us. We're the baddies. <laughs> you know, like we're the ones who decided physical media should no longer be a thing because we stopped buying it. And so it's like it's the same kind of deal. There, there's so much confidence in corporations now because they know that even if, because if they have a superior product, we're not going anywhere. 
We're not going to we'll, not we'll, do it. We'll we give, love online. Yeah, we'll give everything up for the sake of convenience. And that's not not across the board true. Like, Of course. It's gotten to such a point where, like, you know, for uh, people shopping at Amazon or, or, or Walmart, uh, you know, it's like, oh, you shouldn't do that. Well, it's like, well, in a lot of areas, Walmart's the only fucking store. And, and like, yeah. in a lot of areas, Amazon's the only place you can get the thing you're looking for. Uh, like, or or get a thing for an affordable up? price. Say what? It is it, it's like, have you ever done Grubhub? It's amazing. They yeah. the food <laughs> fucking arrives hot, it's, and it's great. Yeah. What happens sucks. is yeah. it's a corporation taking advantage of a problem that's there, and then exactly. making the problem worse. Yeah, in yeah. the sense that it's like Netflix came about because we were pirating shit because everything was like, you know, everything costs too much. Yeah. I don't know because it was just like there was so many yeah. movies and you stuff remember, and also you in like the just, early 2000s yeah. movies weren't that great either and it was just like yeah and and so like yes there was a problem and then netflix was like we'll solve it by making it so much worse in the long <laughs> yes. run yes. and that's what like walmart is and amazon where it's like oh yeah there wasn't always a place to shop in these areas if you needed you know, like uh, there wasn't always department stores or like maybe you need certain things and you can't get them. You have to drive like so long and they're like, we'll solve it. And then it's like, well, now there's definitely not going to be stores there. Like mm -hmm. you, you've killed that prospect. Yes, you solved the problem. But with what could, you could argue is a bigger problem that then becomes a, a national issue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and a worldwide issue at that. It's a problem that... I is complex and hurts so much, and I don't think that this show Blockbuster is yeah. going to be a balm for. That's the, yeah, that's the thing is like I think you could make a show about this, um, not, on, like not, an honestly good show. It's not this, not the show Blockbuster on Netflix. On like, Netflix, go oh. fuck yourself. Yeah, it's yeah. uh, <laughs> it's dark. You remember how we were talking about the early two thousands? Woo wee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there really, ten there years. Really, it really was a wasteland. Like I'm thinking, as soon as Dave mentioned that, I'm thinking back to like the movies of like the early to mid aughts. Actually, you know, like a lot of the aughts, real dark yeah, time. Had, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. So we had we had like the Lord of the Rings and the Spider Man's. We had a couple really good hits, but if you think about it, that even ushered in this like the way things are now. But uh, I remember I worked at a movie theater during that time. And I still, I can never forget, I let a friend in for free, and he was like, oh, cool. And I watched him walk out of four movies in a row, and then say, you know what, I'm just going to go into the mall. Yeah. <laughs> like, go, I'm just going to go sit down somewhere. None of these movies suck. Yeah, yeah. These movies and are all trash. Yeah. I remember being like, uh, I get to work so in a movie theater where I get to watch movies for free. And it was like, yeah, there were so many movies that I watched, and I was like, still not worth it. Still because not worth free. You imagine going in to a theater in 1997, which was awesome. Right. right. <laughs> no. Not no. 2003. Yeah, 2003. 2000, like, try to, try to recall the films Ooh. of 2006. I fucking dare you. Uh, yeah. Uh, 2006. Whew. What's the first one <laughs> that comes up? What's the first movie? I'm Googling 2006. Like, like 2005, movie. 2006. Fuck, real dark years. <laughs> Poseidon. Poseidon. Apocalypto. Apocalypto. <laughs> Failure to launch. Flushed away. The Omen remake. Lady in the Water. 300. <laughs> The Marine. Uh, there's some again. There's shit, some like yeah. a scanner yeah. darkly. It's like okay, that's good. Children of Men. That's no, there's good. a few good ones. Well, yeah. Of course. Yeah, but then there's Stay Alive. Remember Stay Alive? Yeah. Nope. 
Yeah. Good. Nope. Remember, she's the man. These are Remember all the breakup. These are the all breakup. These are all films we would have rented at Blockbuster. Yeah. Aye. Yeah. Southland Tales. There, there. there we got to get Lady in yeah. the Water. Mm. Mm. I, yep. I, I I recently bought the Arrow Special Edition set of Southland Tales. <laughs> nice. Good. Because I, I simply must know everything there is to know about the yeah. making of that film. Oh, you will. <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going to. It is well documented. It, it includes. Yeah. It, it, it just inc- bought the source material. It includes the unfinished cut he showed at Cannes. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. To that a is... chorus of boos. <laughs> Yeah, I watched that. I watched that, and it is boo-worthy. <laughs> it is extremely booable. It is a it is a boo film. Yeah, I, uh, uh, I sort of love I it though. Um, I fell asleep forty five minutes into it. It's easy to do. Easy to and do. And then I, I and then I had to cover it for a podcast, so I took a With nap, me. woke up, and yes, and I woke up and I was like, ugh. It hurt I, to wake up because I still I knew. have two hours of yeah. Southland Tales to watch. <laughs> yes. Listen, I've had to podcast about that movie twice now. Yeah, you're fucked, dude. That's a real. Yeah, that's I, a real shame. I would have. I would have done it twice. It's very funny because I went back and listened to the one me and you t- did, Tom. Mm-hmm. And in that one, I'm like, I kind of love this film. It's so novel and neat. And then the second podcast is just me being like, I hate this film because <laughs> because like. Watching it once after like 10 years of not seeing it, it's like, oh, this is interesting. Then six months later, watching it again, it's just like, no, it's like the, it's the (laughs) pancakes, divorce pancakes. Yeah, from review. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Greatest episode. Yeah, it really is. (laughs) What's Uh, it like to eat 30 pancakes? (laughs) (laughs) And he just looks right at camera and goes, okay. Um, uh, we should move on. We should We're move on. on. We're not even on the first trailer for talk- fucking twenty minutes. <laughs> We're talking about two thousand six. We're talking about real shit, though. Remember right. when? Remember when boomers talked about the seventies? How good they are. Mm-hmm. This is this is our this version. Two thousand six, man. Now that was the real shit. I'm pitched. Uh, oh man, I'm gonna pitch. Uh, I got a fucking killer idea for a show that I'm gonna pitch to you guys off mic. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, the peripheral. This uh had me until it said from the mind bending creators of Westworld, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, okay. Well, thanks pre- for thanks for telling me. I'm pretty sure they show you the twist right away, but uh, it, it's also it's, it's it's based on like a book by William Gibson, which uh, you know that could be cool. It could also be one of the worst X Files episodes. Westworld was based off of a Michael Crichton thing, right? Sure was. Yeah, just yeah. saying. I, I once they said from the creator of Westworld, I basically and maybe this is being unfair, but I feel like it's being very fair. I said, okay, it doesn't matter how cool this looks. I'm not watching it, like because Westworld looked cool too. And you know, I've just I'm now I've I'm too old to waste my time. <laughs> with these well, clowns, as, as, you know? as dumb as it <laughs> yeah. was, like the first season of Westworld was entertaining. But yeah, yeah, it's, oh yeah, it, it was, was entertaining. Big dumb mystery um, box. I don't hear it. It was it's a house subjective. of lies. But that's the thing. That's why I'm not watching the new Game of Thrones because it was like, oh, you, 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 you fucking, you missed it right at the end, which means we all had to watch like six seasons or however mm-hmm. ever many seasons. So it's just like, yeah, until I know that the series finale of House of the Dragon is good, I'm not mm-hmm. gonna watch it because that's 
that's i don't even care if it's the same creators it's just like you need to be punished you need to be punished <laughs> you deserve like this. you, you can, yeah you can't make something like a mystery box that falls apart and then go well here's our new show and expect me to watch it no i'm sorry i just i'm just not gonna what if the uh, creators of game of thrones like in that eighth season just tweeted something like <laughs> don't cry because it's over smile because it happened imagine <laughs> imagine the absolute hellfire that would rain upon everyone that would almost be as bad be as ending it with one of the characters going like stories are the most important yeah. stories <laughs> are the true stories oh <laughs> uh, go fuck yourself <laughs> That's such a fucked up thing to say after your story is filled with some of the most horrible human acts where they're like, stories were the hero the whole time. And it's like, really? Because this story was depressing. Yeah, let's yeah. look at the uh, the point of these stories. <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, yeah, it sounds like we should just all die. It sounds like yeah. they should have won. Uh, the monster yeah. should have won because they're better than we are. Yeah, right. let the yeah. White this, Walkers so... ride their spiders over us. Um, yeah. Let's talk this, about this show. Right. This oh, does yeah. look good, which again is what what why I'm like, nope, no, I'm not going to fall for it. But it's about a world that looks fine, but then in the world there's also VR, and then it's 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 part of what I'm hoping will happen every 20 years, which is like the Johnny Mnemonic effect. Mm. Where, like, wh whenever VR becomes a thing, there'll be, like, a bunch of movies of being like, what if The Matrix? And that's what this is. It's mm -hmm. it's a what if The Matrix, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, it, yeah. Basically. It's also, what if somebody got addicted to a reality? <laughs> Which is always right. a funny setup for a movie. Like, it's yeah. also Ready Player One. I mean, it's yeah. basically that. But it's um, that without the world being as shitty as in Ready Player One. Right. Although yeah. they're in like a sh shitty trailer for like half the trailer. Yeah, they're not leaning as hard on the dystopian element. We're just sort of being told that life in this right. near future kind of sucks. And so she jacks into this state-of-the-art VR thing. And it's like, oh, you're controlling a peripheral. So you like jump into somebody's body in this VR world. And it's like the trailer seems to kind of give it away. But I feel like the twist is it's not a VR world. You're actually right. going to the future. Yeah, yeah, you're that, right. That must be it, right? You're, dri you're yeah. driving your little future. Yeah, and I, I've, yeah. I've, I haven't read exactly, specifically what the twist is because there is a Westworld style twist in the story, apparently. But from everything I've read in the book, anyway, it it is revealed very quickly. So I feel like that's that must be it, right? Is that they're right? You're going in the future, it's and it's be. like they're really going. And it's like the it future. doesn't matter what you do in the future because it won't. Uh, uh, you know, like if you if you fucked around in the past, that would mess with mm -hmm. your present. Yeah, but if you fuck around it's in the like future, it's fine. The yeah, only I hope twist. They don't like... Sorry. Yeah. Oh no. Well, it's like the only twist that exists for video game type movies, like or reality. But like, what if not video game? <laughs> like that's right. really all you got. Well, or what if debt? What if double video game? Like movies like The Thirteenth Floor or Matrix. Or to a lesser yeah. extent, Stark City, where it's what if the thing if you thought deeper? was real yeah. wasn't real? Uh, mm -hmm. It's one way or the other, right? <clears throat> True. Yeah, either it's way. either it's either the Matrix or it's Ender's Game, right? Yes. And you have to be you have to be you really have to hand it to Ready Player One for not being anything. Yeah, it's just <laughs> a, it it's just games. Yeah. It's just what games, if it is baby. in fact video games and that's <laughs> it. 
Yeah, I hope this. Sh- I hope this show because it's not a movie again. It's a no. TV this show, is a right? show coming to Amazon Prime. Yeah, only yeah. shows. Yeah, uh, I hope it has tons of scenes of Chloe G- Grace Moretz just like grinding her strength stat. You know, by like killing yeah. thousands of boars or something. Yeah, just putting on heavy armor and jumping up and down so her agility Le- goes up. Yeah. Killing level one rabbits. That's the other thing. Is I don't think there is a way to make vr or video games realistic in movies or tv period like i I, can you think of any time a video game in a movie or tv show was depicted realistically Uh, and the reason why is obvious because it's boring it's boring yeah it's boring that's what the premise of the joke in rick and morty is roy or whatever oh right Yeah, yeah 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 uh yeah i don't know this i'm sure this is a show yeah. I'm sure this is <laughs> I'm yeah, sure you, this is a program. You stuck the landing, Dave. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it just goes pure matrix at the end. They're all wearing black leather and flipping through the air. Yeah. It really does. Which again, it's it's it really so funny please. to me because it does feel like it's a show for people that who are too young to remember when they did this in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Which I would argue is uh, everything. Oh right. Lot. Yeah. 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 I'm sure there's movies in the fucking there's Tron and shit like that. Like there, this comes in waves. Every 20, where it's, 30 years, things hit repeat. Yeah. Yeah. What if computers? And it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. what if computers? What if computers? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Time is a flat circle, man. It yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. Causeway? Sure. What a boring trailer. Yeah. What? It's like this trailer is trying to make us not know what it's about. It's called Causeway. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. And then it's just uh, J Lo, J Law, J Law, J Law, J Law, and she's just acting. Yeah, she's, yeah. It's, it's, it's Jennifer Lawrence. It's just, just she's sad and acting she's not and... in scenes with Brian Tyree Henry, and he's acting, and the acting yeah. looks fine. But like, yeah, the, the trailer's a minute and a uh, half, and we have no. It, it, Why it, are it, they it, sad? Yeah, it does. It, the, the trailer forgets to tell us what the movie is about, which is mm-hmm. I know on this show. We talk a lot about how we wish trailers wouldn't give a lot away, and that's still true. It's but you got to yeah. give us something. Like you got to give us a the premise. Movie? Yeah, like, that's all you have to give us. Yeah, just the premise. It seems it's, just judging from the images and kind of you know they do all this the, you know uh, dunking your head into the pool, screaming in the car with no audio, oh jogging, God. and then you run really hard until you start to cry. <laughs> it do, it's doing all the drama beats in the trailer. Um, from the images this is what my guess is my guess is that jennifer lawrence has some sort of terminal illness yeah she's trying to deal with it um but like that's a pure fucking guess just based on like the tropes of the images that this trailer shows us i i looked it up abe do you want to guess uh no (laughs) oh yeah just tell just tell us just tell us i want to know how freaking far off the mark i was yeah. You are very close. A Damn. U.S. soldier suffers a traumatic brain injury while fighting in Afghanistan and struggles to adjust to life back home. Period. So, okay. yeah. To, so for people who haven't seen the trailer, it really feels like a like a sketch. Show us some more of a, of like an, a a drama trailer. Like, yeah. doesn't it feel that way? Where it's all the tropes. It's just all the and tropes. Yeah. And yeah. it's and and all of the things they say are vague, and you just can't tell what the fuck it's about. It um it reminds me of the uh the Britannic sketch the uh, the Os- every Oscar uh, every, movie trailer yeah, yeah. catchphrase <laughs> yeah it's just sub all 
take those moments, fill them, film them seriously as or genuinely as if you're filming like an award-winning event, and yeah. then just have the dialogue regurgitate the thing that's happening. Um, yeah. What if Jennifer it, Lawrence was a character? You know. Right. So here's something that's interesting is according to a lot of reviews and like even some of the comments in the YouTube people who've seen it says that it isn't that sad and they're making it out to seem sadder than it is. So that's interesting. Like it, apparently it actually has some comedic beats. Who are these people? Um, <laughs> just rant like reviews and stuff. So I'm, I'm guessing they're trying to make it's it like, look like what people who, what are their names? Yeah. Who said this? <laughs> who are I, they? I, my, what, I guess what I'm like saying a bunch is of sad sex to me. Yeah. I suspect this movie is probably good if you sat down and watched it, but boy, are they not advertising it well, you know? this. I don't think this trailer is a good it's way a good to advertise trailer. this. No, it's not. And it's uh, it's also indicative of, like, the normalization of, like, Oscar bait or the idea that our yeah. emotions as uh, as viewers are so easily manipulated it reminds right. me of that. It reminds me of the thought that I, as a person, you smack some sad music on some good acting, and I don't know what's happening. And I'm like, oh, I feel things. And it's like, it's like it feels evil. In right. A way. right. Like no... whoever's in, whoever's <laughs> driving this ship, yeah. it feels like they're doing, like, yeah, and I can get away with it. Yeah. It's like, you sh- stop doing this, you perverts. I don't know. That's that's all I really think. Yeah. I'm sorry. I happened to scroll down and obviously this don't take this with a grain of salt. It was just the first user review I saw on IMDb that's titled boring. And the first line is boring movie that insists upon itself. And I just think that's funny. Mm -hmm. Uh, That, 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 yeah, that could be the vibe too. Um, We'll see. I mean, probably, I don't know if I'm gonna watch it. Maybe there's gonna be other trailer, another trailer, and that one will probably, sh- you know, round it out a little bit better. Yeah. A lot of the strategies I'm noticing about trailers in the end are like, oh, we're gonna show you a little bit of one arc in one trailer and a little bit of another, you know, right? Um, and so you have to kind of get all of the pieces before you even know what the fucking movie is. Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> I don't yeah. know why they're doing that, but that seems to be a trend. Yeah. Uh, so we'll probably get a little bit more information. But this is not a true trailer, like for all no. the reasons you guys said. Um, well, next trailer, I think the title of this one's very funny. It's, very uh, funny. it's called Women Talking. And yeah, that is what the trailer depicts. Mm-hmm. It's women talking. They're also doing... It just feels there's, like there's, it was there's named. a fair bit of doing. <laughs> there's a fair yeah. bit of doing. It felt it felt like it was named by someone who hated the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like yeah, it's just women talking. Women be talking. Yeah, yeah, it feels it really feels like that. Uh, the cast is amazing. Yeah, uh, this Francis McDormand, uh, Rooney Mara, Claire Foy, uh, Jesse Buckley is in this. That's yeah. crazy. Um, this to me feels like what the last trailer should have done. What I mean by that mm-hmm. is, like, I get enough here that I'm like, I'm interested. Um, it's also uh, directed by Sarah Polly. It sure is, who's, yeah. Yeah, who's, uh, I just know her from Dawn of the Dead. She's the main character in the movie. Well, yeah, uh, The Sweet Hereafter, uh, Go, I, uh, yeah, The Adventures I, of Baron Munchausen. 
She was the little girl in that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. And I remember now in Sweet Hereafter. Yeah. yeah. You know what's hilarious is I had the same moment. I was like, that name I recognize. And then I Googled her and I was like, that face I recognize. And I looked down at all the things and I was like, oh yeah, I did see her in that. I did see her in that. And I was like, but that isn't what I'm remembering. And this tells you so much about me. Uh, the one that I was like, that's where she's from, is the John Adams miniseries on of course. HBO. She Hell played yeah. Abigail Hell Adams. Yeah. Mm. I gotta rewatch that. that. Yeah, yeah. I gotta um, make Hannah watch that. I'm and so just be basic. miserable. I'm so fucking You're so basic. basic. <laughs> Listen, man. Basic. John. It all comes back to John Adams with Abe. For Abe. It's all just uh, no, about it's ben. this yeah. this movie is based on a book. The book, um, there's not much information about what the movie's about, but the book is about a fictional uh Mennonite uh community in the uh aughts, I think. Um so like recently. Um, it's just two thousand ten, according yeah. to the Yeah, and it's oh. a, it's it's oppressive religious community community where the women, you know, like one of them just says Hey, I think this might be bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think this is it's bullshit. women talking. Hey, I yeah. like and I, something tells me it's not going to end well for the dudes, and for something dudes. tells me I will not feel bad for them. If, yeah, it I'm, feels yeah. The dudes are gonna deserve it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm Although, pretty sure. Here's here's my little sne- sneaky theory: is that the they for the trailer they don't really they do show some dudes, but they don't show any like events, which I'm sure there are terrible. Uh, events that I mean right. reading one. the reading the summary of the novel this it's this movie sounds like it's gonna be wild it's gonna so, be, go pretty hard but the color yeah. grading of the and the cinematography of the trail of the movie uh if you watch it it very very reminiscent of a horror movie uh yeah. so, and they technically don't show the villain or what's doing the things to them like it, you could read that that way. I mean, I know it's men because it's obvious. The <laughs> title says it. I just choose to believe that it's a swamp monster, and this yep. movie's gonna rule. Yep. I also like the idea that they're talking about one guy who's just like the <laughs> just, neighbor of the community, yeah, and like he does, he's not even involved, and he's it's just like. Like he just keeps blasting Chumbawamba or something, and it's bothering them. Yeah. Uh, we gotta, we gotta get just, rid of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> what, I, get knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> I get knocked out. You're um, not gonna get up again, and then yeah. stabs him with a shovel. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling this is. I'm. I'm. I'm into this. Like, I want to see this. I'm so of curious course. of what it yeah. is. They. Uh, yeah. The moment Francis McDormand shows up, I'm just like, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Like. Like all these other actresses too, obviously, but Frances McDormand is like, "Oh, you're in good hands," and it's like, yeah. oh, "Okay, yeah, yeah, we got a movie now." Yeah. Claire yeah. Foy is gonna, ha- she's gonna break out in a way that she hasn't yet, because she's kind of a name. But the shit that she did in uh, the fucking Crown, the, the Crown, yeah, unreal, unreal, and Jesse Buckley as well. Yeah. There's a lot of really good talent here. Yeah, this looks fucking. Yeah, I think this is gonna be really good. I, I think the trailer is. I wish more people saw it. Or well, actually, hold on. I want to see how many how many views. Uh, oh, it's, it's it. got four million views. Okay. okay, good. Yeah, people are people, people are, are talking about women talking. People are yeah. talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. They should do. Yeah, they should do. Like, remember those old trailers where they show like people coming out of the movie? Yeah, they, <laughs> they do, that do that now. Like, they people do that. are talking about women talking. And they then do. They do like like st- people seeing Star Wars. You know. Yeah. 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 They did it uh, with like Barbarian recently, but yeah, it would be. Oh yeah, 
God. It would be funny to, to like That's a trailer with just nothing but teens, like teenagers coming out of yes. women talking. Whoa! Blew my mind. Shit, dude! Francis McDormand rules. That said, we we're joking, but I don't know. This does seem like it might be fucking out of its mind. Like it might get things might get really hardcore. So yeah, I'm telling you, man. I don't want to uh, yeah, read. Yeah. It. I don't want to read it on the show. But everybody should look up what the book is about. Cause it's no, like, I'm Whoa! just gonna see it. Okay. I'm just gonna see it. Let's go, women talking. Let's yeah. go. Uh, speaking of women talking, uh, Velma is the next trailer for HBO Max. With Mindy Kaling, um, I believe that's her, right? That's her voice? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Um, and I think she's developing the show as well. Like, she's not just that in it. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I I agree with what you're going to say, Tom, because I'm psychic and I know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, I like the HBO Max is kind of... The way Adult Swim took all the Hanna-Barbera stuff, um, I do like this pattern that's emerging, not there yet, of HBO Max just taking their properties and making fun versions. Uh, I think they should go weirder with it. I think, didn't wasn't there news about Cartoon Network just dissolving? I think someone has to take that up. Someone has to start making yeah. uh, weird, fucked up cartoons. And HBO Max is the closest right now with mm. this and Harley Quinn. But it's not enough. The, kind, know, kind of my... Dark times. My whole thing with this and sort of all, actually a lot of the Hanna-Barbera properties, I feel like at least recently, um, this has kind of been all they've done with Scooby-Doo for the past 30 years, right? Is doing the meta thing. So it's yeah. like, it's like oh, okay, first... here's another meta Scooby-Doo thing. Okay. Like it's, I wish, I don't know. It's, it seems, no, it's... yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like you can't just do Scooby Doo now, unironically, because yeah. if you go back and watch those cartoons, you, you don't want to do that. No, <laughs> it's like doing the Jetsons, unironically. It's like no, you do yeah. want to do a new version. It's also not for the same audience anymore. They get the yeah. audience that all these properties are for. Like animation used to be for kids. It's now right. not as that's not true overall you know and so oh yeah who's watching velma people who are older and sarcastic and of our generations or the generations surrounding so there's a sense of meta and irony and uh yeah so that's what you're gonna i would argue scooby-doo was also for stoned adults when it came out i don't know because there wasn't much going around like happening you know yeah, like, like we didn't have we had books, you know. That's what <laughs> exactly. We, that's all we had. I remember when I was first getting high, uh, I would watch Scooby Doo episodes, and I was like, "Oh, I get it." <laughs> like, "Oh, I see. It's fun when you're high." Mm-hmm. No, but like, yeah, you're right. Scooby. It's the other thing is like, why Scooby Doo? Why has Scooby Doo lasted this fucking long? It's so weird. I, I think it's the most popular show that they did. So they, yeah, I guess it, it's the one that had the most uh, mainstream saturation, I guess, and it's like kind of the most recognizable, I think, of the Hanna Barbera IPs outside right. outside of something like the Flintstones. But I'm not even sure how right. those rights. Why work. not the Flintstones? That's like, a good why? question. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is like there's other cartoons, the Jetsons again. There are other cartoons from this era that like were huge. It's so <laughs> weird that we've just been doing Scooby Doo for decades and decades. There must be some like 
graph at where like they're looking at the numbers and they're just like, yeah, we just keep doing Scooby Doo. We'll make X amount yeah, of money. We'll, we don't yeah. know why, but fuck the Flintstones. Just Scooby Doo now. Just Scooby Doo. I mean, but that's kind of yeah. how that's how it works corporate corporate wise. It's risk adverse. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's so. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, you're like, right though. The first Adult Swim thing I saw, Tom, was a Scooby Doo parody. Yeah, where they made it look like it was almost a regular episode. It was very confusing because I was high. Yeah, and I was like, "What is happening here?" Uh, well, and like, but like, like yeah, they've every, been doing this for decades. Yeah, and every Scooby Doo movie that's been released theatrically, like the live action ones, and then the most recent one, Scoob. Ha- it's not like fully meta like the live action ones are, but it involves like other Hanna Barbera characters, and it's like a little meta. So yeah. it's like we've it's like the meta version of Scooby Doo is already like the kind of I think a lot of people's baseline for Scooby Doo. Mm-hmm. So it is seems Scooby- weird that we keep doing this idea. Yeah, is Scooby Doo going to be like Pinocchio or Peter Pan, where we're just for a hundred years we'll be doing telling the story of Scoobert Doo? And like, and it'll just be like this weird thing that we can't get rid of. Um, that all that said, I like this angle. I like focusing on Velma. Although, again, I think it's very Velma as the underdog is a very popular idea now. You know, yeah. Um, it's not breaking new ground. Like, I, I think it would have been more interesting to tackle a character like Daphne, honestly, who's like sort of written off a lot more. Yeah, that's right. true. Yeah, yeah, uh, and you know, therefore less beloved. So you kind of have to take it for what it is. I did like the joke. At least she's still white in the trailer. Oh yeah. <laughs> she's talking about yeah. Judy Jetson. Yeah. 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 That was solid. Yeah. I, I have a feeling this will be funny. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's going to be good jokes in it. It's just like, I, I don't she's know. She's funny. And if she's yeah, writing she, it, we're, we're old. We can say yeah. it. We're just old. Pieces uh, we're old. Of shit. We're old pieces of shit. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, Scooby-Doo is so harmless to me that it's like, yeah, I guess we can just do it over and over again if people are enjoying it, you know? Uh, yeah. um, That's true. And there's no, there's no like serious lore to it. Uh, yeah, and, and, so it's I like, mean, yeah, and if you're getting hung up on that, it's like, really? Like, who cares? It's Scooby-Doo. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're trying to keep the, the canon straight with Scooby-Doo? Scooby-Doo? Right. The only time Somebody I've been offended by Scooby-Doo is when they recast the voice for the... the, the the voice cast from the other, like where Matthew Lillard and all those, like they did a recasting where people were mad of like, you have Matthew Lillard. He's still alive. He's getting a good paycheck. He is pretty much the voice of Shaggy at this point. Don't recast him, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe he's a jerk, but uh, yeah, that was the only time I was like, what the hell? That's <laughs> what the hell Scooby do. How dare you Scooby do? How dare you? Scoobert Deuce. In this house, yeah. we only have one Scoob, and that exactly. is Matthew Lillard. Yeah. Uh, uh, I see it. I see it. All right. I didn't thoughts. Oh. We're moving on. We're moving on. No, no more, more thoughts. thoughts. Zero more thoughts Zero about, about Scoobert. All right. Scoob, Scoobert dip. <laughs> yep. Uh, Anne Rice's Mayfair Witches. I don't know I what love... the fuck this is, but I'm on board. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I, I love so. that Anne Rice I was like, all right, time for witches, you know? Of course. Yeah, it's just it's witchy get a... time. Yeah, I wish Anne Rice had gotten around to all of them, like uh, Creatures of the Black Lagoon, get some mummies Mom in there. Get some mummies in there. Get some mummies in there. Um... I love that one of the lines in this trailer, how they introduce it is like, what is this place? And 
and then some uh, some woman who probably works in a bar i don't know like some lady who's like represent local color is like murders disappearances but mainly it's known for its witches yep <laughs> and i like, like really <laughs> really that's how this the house is known for its witches yeah this must that be a house. fascinating place to live that is there's a lot of witches in that house. Where all, where yes. all the murders and disappearances get upstaged Witch by the <laughs> witches. Pure number of witches in this house. Oh, the witches. Yeah. <laughs> like, Alexandra Daddario just arrives and there's just an infestation of witches in the house. Yeah. She's like, get She's out just, like, witches. swatting at them. <laughs> yeah, putting out traps. Fumigating the house. Gotta get the, rid of these witches. Is um, the devil in this? Probably. Probably. The guy, there's a guy who shows up at the end. And he looks like a handsome, a slightly more handsome Doctor Oz. Yeah, is all. That's I know. Uh, Harry Hamlin from Clash of oh. Titans. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good for him. And he's the devil. He I'm must sure be he's right. The devil. Yeah, he I mean, be. it's it's like a devil devil's advocate situation. We have like Alexandra Daddario is clearly just I don't know. She probably is doing a true crime podcast for all we know. But her yeah. character is moving into a house to search on witches just, just the house is lousy with witches lousy with witches i hope 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 that the house makes you a witch <laughs> like i think beach. she's gonna be a witch right like, by the like, end of this like the oh, beach the, yeah. makes you old they, the uh the trailer shows us uh, uh, her becoming a witch so yeah yeah but yeah. like I, I yeah i do want her to like get up at night to like go get a glass of water or something and there's like two witches just eating food out of the sink because she left dirty <laughs> dishes in there she's like ah shit can't leave dishes in the sink because I got witches. I got yep. witches. Scattered. Um, yeah. So to her credit, she plays a neurosurgeon okay. who goes to the house okay, cool. because she discovers that she is an heir to the family of witches that live there. Oh, sure. Okay. So uh, yeah, whatever. Got witch whatever. In her blood. Damn. Yeah, it's sure. I'll, whatever gets you're, her there. Whatever you're a witch. You're a witch. You're a witch, so, Allie. So what's the house all about? I guess I it's, it's the witch house. It's the probably the house where she inherited. She, has her, mm-hmm. uh, she comes into her witchiness. You know? yeah, yeah, she probably inherited. I just it thought and... the house makes a witch. Like that's it's a house that makes witches. <laughs> like that's funnier. I mean, like the, I like the Keebler that. house, but for witches. Yeah. yeah. Instead of cookies, it cranks out witches. Yeah, I could watch that. <laughs> <laughs> no, Cranking this looks like this looks like grown up Harry Potter with witches. Which yeah, kind of, yeah. I, I would. I categorize this as. Delightful supernatural horseshit. Like, oh yeah, it's, no, it's it's gonna it's be gonna a, be yeah. this fun horseshit, you know. Yeah. That like like it, it'll be a, I, it'll be fun. I love supernatural melodrama. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the sillier the better, and and Anne Rice's it, stuff is pretty silly. So it's yeah, pr- it's, it's one of the there. writers did an episode of John Adams. Oh, two thousand eight. John Adams. Hell yeah, John Adams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michelle Ashford. She wrote an episode of John Adams. Just That's one. what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's, it follows me around, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like some kind of witch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm into this if I am able to catch it. Where where is it? This it feels looks like, like AM it looks like AMC. Okay, that checks out. Yeah. That that super checks out. Um yeah, I don't know, man. Uh and more Anne Rice. More and Sure, yeah. Apparently, the new <laughs> interview with the vampire is good. I need to watch that. Yeah, less J.K. Rowling, more Anne Rice. Yeah, let's 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 get let's get a Anne Rice video game. You know, where you're like, I don't want to go. Vampires. I don't, I don't want to go all in on it because I'm sure she's probably said some she's problematic probably, shit over the years. Yeah, <laughs> they're all. Probably know she's turfed as well. She, she so. was fa- <laughs> she was famous for a good long while. So, 
Yeah. No, I saw. I at least saw a tweet showing that she was. She was uh, not like the opposite of a turf. Um, oh yeah, she tweeted a few years ago. She was like, "I'm not like J.K. Rowling's bitch." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's uh, she's cool. Seems cool. Um, let's see. Uh, I, well, a tr- sorry. There's a there's an article about a a trans woman who came out to her, and she was the first person before her death. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. But it seems like she's uh, she's actually, um, yeah, uh, she seems like she's a good person. Um, right. Or at least, sorry, at least with the LGBTQ stuff, she could be racist, you know? Well, she could be yeah, super racist. We don't yeah. know. She's not, she's, she might hate the Irish. She's not, know? she's not much of anything anymore, Dave. <laughs> I know, she's super dead. Yeah, she is turbo dead. Um, it's yeah, so yeah. funny that we've 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 gotten to a stage where it's like, oh, is someone famous? Okay, so the assumption <laughs> is that they're secretly a monster. They're right? a monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the um, God. I feel like it was the Simpsons joke where it was like, uh, we repeat, if you see any celebrities, call the police immediately <laughs> when it's like the future. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Simpsons did it. Yep. Um. All right. I really want to talk about this next one because yeah. this one. Really threw me through a loop. This is Limitless with Chris Hemsworth, a Discovery what? Channel show about him seeking immortality. <laughs> it's apparently like that. produced by Darren Aronofsky. Did what? you guys catch that? I Are did, they best yeah. friends? That's a huge reveal. Yeah. Uh, so it's what like, are they what up Darren to? Aronoff, yeah, what are they doing? I'm apparently <laughs> trying to I've... get Chris Hemsworth immortal. <laughs> yeah, I'm really nervous about this. <laughs> I'm nervous about this because that season finale is going to be the most anticipated thing yeah. I watch of next year or whenever this comes out. Right. Because I he, feel if like... he fucking cracks the code, oh, I'm, we're going to have a fucking immortal Chris Hemsworth running yeah. around. I feel like this is going to cause like a nuclear explosion while they're making it. Like it's just Darren Aronofsky being like, I'm going to produce a thing about giving Chris Hemsworth challenges to maximize his mortality. It's just like, I don't know about that. I don't know about any of that. That makes me nervous. But look at the, look at the pedigree of Darren Aronofsky. The other thing is that like, this could be like a sick experiment, (laughs) you know, like, yeah, I want to, I want I think we should start doing this to our A-list actors is like let's put you through the ringer. Let's yep. let's give you the Nickelodeon guts of it all, you know? <laughs> like yeah. like let's really let's seem sweat. What's weird yeah. is that this movie or this the show seems mostly like there's only three or four activities that you can actually cover. They just do them time and time again. No, it yeah, it looks like, like road rules looks, or something. Yeah, I was about to say it looks like travel sick or like <laughs> survivor man where they're like we're gonna we're gonna put you we're to make you live longer we're gonna make you bungee jump and it's like how does okay i don't i feel like this is darren aronofsky playing a prank on chris hemsworth yeah yeah Yeah, he's feeding him all this bullshit about like oh yeah we're 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 exploring the limits of human potential it's like no he's just thinking of weird shit for you to do yeah we're gonna make you eat these lamb's eyeballs yeah Uh, joe rogan's here he's gonna give you money if you do it they make chris hemsworth stay the night in a haunted house yeah Yeah. (laughs) aronofsky has a writing credit on the show by the way so i don't know what the fuck that means i i just want one day it's just us like a blank like white walled room and he's like 
Chris Hemsworth's like, what are we doing today? He's like, I'm going to take this bucket and I'm going to dunk your head into it yeah. 500 times. Yeah. I'm just going to torture you right now. Yeah. And that's and that's the episode. It's yeah. just watching that It just slowly, it slowly becomes the fountain. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say, what if it's just him doing stuff from Taron Aronofsky films? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. what if it's just that Chris Hemsworth has clearly never seen an Aronofsky film yeah. and doesn't realize he has, that he's just he's making a, him do the things? He has no idea Darren Aronofsky's a filmmaker. Yeah. yeah he's, he's, <laughs> he's just a guy, a guy he met on the street who followed him. Yeah. I was this disappointed is, that it wasn't the Limitless pills from the movie I know. Limitless. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. You know what else should happen after this? Mm-hmm. Uh why isn't there a Darren Aronofsky film starring Chris Hemsworth? I want to see whatever the fuck that ends up. Yeah, I mean, maybe like, that's maybe that's what this is like. Maybe that's no, how this came about. Unfortunately, I looked it up. Unfortunately, his next thing is starring wah wah Jared Leto. Oh, come God. on, man. It's about man. a guy. Here's the worst part. I think it might only star Jared Leto. It's called Adrift, that's... and it's about an abandoned yacht. <laughs> so it's <laughs> like, just it's like. So it might just be More fucking Leto. Jared Leto just being the old man in the sea. Putting on different we, mustaches. Yeah. Can we just like Truman show him and just like let the people who want to see Jared Leto, like they just put him on an island that just streams that all the time. And they just should. Like, and then we can all forget about it. Is that possible? Can I? Yeah. Who, I mean, I will vote for whoever makes that happen. Wait, what's the plan? The plan is to we're going to Truman have, show him. Just get all the fans of Jared Leto on an island to watch right. Jared yeah, Leto's yeah, just life. Google just Google Jared Leto Island. And, whatever uh, the fuck is ha- that's right. Whatever yeah. the fuck is happening with that fan with that fan. No, like that's literally me. what is literally what's sort of happening already. That's kind of he's doing it's it just, to himself. It's called yeah. a cult. <laughs> that's right. It is a cult. <laughs> yeah, the Morbs. That's what they call uh, themselves. Some morbs. Oh man. Um, oh man. <laughs> also, I also I think Aronofsky should change his uh, production title. I, I, What's his title? Well, title? well, the the productions is uh, Newtopia, spelled N U T O P I A. And ew, I always read. I never not read it as not nut Nuttopia. Nuttopia. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm picturing God. it. It's like Darren Aronofsky wants to create a utopia loaded with nothing but new metal, like a utopia yeah. of new metal, a <laughs> new utopia yeah. with a little umlaut over the U. <laughs> God damn, uh, Darren Aronofsky hanging out with Chris Hemsworth. I want to see and him hanging out with Jared him Leto do, sounds exhausting. Making him do dares. Yep. I also <laughs> yeah. like the idea of like Chris Hemsworth bullying Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, like sack tapping him and stuff. Yeah, it probably like picks him up and just walks around. Yeah. yeah, that's again. I want them to make like the artist of art house films where, uh, like, in between takes, Chris Hemsworth just bullies him and yeah. is like, "Yeah, I get it. I get it. We're making art. It's fine, man. <laughs> get the yeah. Daniels to film it. It would be fucking yeah. amazing." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure, I'm a sad, uh, I'm a sad mime in this scene, but uh, your head's yeah. go, your head's going in that toilet as soon as the camera <laughs> yeah. starts yeah. rolling. Yeah. Stop yeah. Rolling. <laughs> I guess what, what we really want is yeah. Darren Aronofsky and Chris Hemsworth t- bullying each other back and forth in some capacity. Yeah. <laughs> now, we're, now we're talking. We're, cause we're, <laughs> we're de- the, show. the show, we're definitely getting Darren Aronofsky bullying Chris Hemsworth. Like, that's what the right. show is. Yeah. I am so curious. I want to know everything about how this came, it, like, came together. 
Like, was was it like Darren Aronofsky, did he meet Crims Hemsworth at a party? And Hemsworth was like, you know what I like? The fountain. I would love to, like, extend my life. Like, what What the fuck happened? That I don't know. There's so many layers to it. Like, it's a National Geographic production. It's got, if you notice in the trailer, there's cameos from, like, Chris Hemsworth brothers. Uh, Mark Ruffalo shows up. Um, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's... Well, how like did a this come to, together? Oh, go it ahead. It's like a welcome to Wrexham kind of deal, right? Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's the one with uh, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney. Uh, Just bought a, a soccer, soccer team, team, yeah. And they like have a midlife crisis over the span of like a, a season of television. I feel like that's what this is, right? Yeah, I, I yeah. I think they're just like, I don't know. We just met each other, had a conversation, and I don't know. We're here. We're doing it. It's crazy. I know. Yeah. It's crazy. I like to think, like, thanks, cocaine. You know, like, I hope, <laughs> like, it, this feels like a cocaine project oh, yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, Hell I don't yeah. think Crimsonsworth does cocaine. So I think he's just got that, like, bro energy. Yeah. He's, he's just whey protein, snorting whey yeah. protein all day. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Well, Darren Aronofsky is doing cocaine. <laughs> well, Darren Aronofsky. <laughs> just back. doing boatloads of cocaine <laughs> yeah hey call some of your disney adonis. friends man you got the disney yeah. hookup right we can get a disney show going it's just the adonis and the goblin that's what, <laughs> <laughs> that's what this should be called uh, oh shit okay yeah. um let's move um, on to the only trailer that i actually really wanted to talk holy about. Yeah. this is uh me Thregan. Mithrigan. <laughs> so, so no, it's Megan. before we get into it, yeah, some some context. This is from the writer of *Malignant*. It sure fucking is, Dave. I think it's exciting people, but I think it's like don't expect a weird twist. I don't know. I'm not expecting a weird twist, but I am expecting what the trailer has already kind of shown me, which that is this movie is going to be like batshit in a couple of ways. Yes. Yeah. I just also want to note the director is the director of Housebound and in fact hasn't done anything movie wise oh, wow. since Housebound which that's a fun movie from what i remember right. i haven't seen it in a, in a bit yeah no that's uh, i didn't know any of that that yeah. makes me actually the other thing is in the trailer right so so the idea is uh it's like it's ai but a horror movie uh the beginning it's child, of the it's movie child's play. it's child's play it's child's play it is child's play yeah uh, the, it literally gets a toy to be less lonely, right? Yeah. Uh, and then she becomes a horror monster. Uh, and the we get interstitial kind of like, if you've seen Ex Machina, kind of like the deconstruction of like behavior that happens in that. It's like playing with the uncanny valley of something like an action like dancing. And the dancing makes me think, like, if you watch the trailer, that this movie actually is kind of self-aware. It knows it's outrageous and almost a comedy, which is interesting. Yeah, That's what always rubs me the wrong way a little bit. That's the thing that, like, rubbed me the wrong way a little bit with Malignant, because uh, we've talked about this with Orphan, where it's like a lot of these movies are generally not very, like, are kind of slow. Yeah. And they rely on like one big meme to get people in the door. That's right. Um, that said, again, the people behind this, the housebound person and stuff, like I, I want to see this and I bet it, it'll be fun. But I don't like the winking. 
I don't like that. Like after *Malignant*, they're gonna start being like, "Oh, we gotta do like weird shit," where like it's people yeah. going, "Oh, you won't believe it." Well, you know, like it, I don't. It, it feels like a little too much of a like uh, a, a, an obvious hook. I again, it it looks interesting as hell though. Well, um, yeah. What I mean, obviously, the part that I really took a shine to was the the yes. Megan doll doing TikTok dances. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That part's great. I was I was gonna say I totally understand your trepidation because that's how we end up with shit uh, like really obvious parodies or yeah, it's, it's, yeah. And I think I think it's I, the thing where it's like lightning in a bottle, where it's like not every movie can try to be malignant or barbarian. And it's like you have to start with a, a good idea first. You know what I mean? And yeah, not, I like. I'm scared that they started with, oh, wouldn't this be freaky? And then they wrote it around it. You know? Yeah. That's when it starts going bad. I'm fine with like I can take a couple of crap. Like I'm always pro weirdness, and I know you are Absolutely. as well. Me too. So like, yeah. as uh, like I don't. Malignant didn't feel that meme to me just because it's it's crazy twist was so woven into the second half. Like it's constant well, that's, for the second yeah, half of the movie. Yeah, that's the thing. I um, didn't care for Malignant, but I understand that is that wasn't forced. They weren't trying to force anything. No, yeah, that was the whole movie. Yeah. So like, yeah, I'm all for this if it kicks off an arms race of people going for really weird, really strange ideas. I what I what I I totally understand your trepidation though because I don't want to see it turn into like the Apatow era of comedy where it's just like people uh, lightly edited improv where it's just people trying to one up yeah. each other with a crazier thing that they're saying that has nothing to do with anything in the movie and it's completely non-contextual. It's just like yeah. I'm going to say the weirdest thing that I can think of, and then you say. In return, you're going to try to top that with the most over-the-top thing you can think of. I don't want that, but I right, I'm, do want a bunch I'm, of weird-ass movies, and I hope that yeah. that's what happens. I'm scared they're going to be writing for the trailers, you yeah. know? Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, where, like, they're, they're, it's like nothing in this movie actually makes it look... Like, here. all right, here's part of my what makes me nervous, is I think horror movies should be scary. <laughs> and every like and every now and then there's like a wacky one or a fun one and i get it but if it becomes a thing where they're all trying to be wacky it's like hey remember how they're supposed to be scary <laughs> like like we should start with that um with the uh, like and like for example this premise is fundamentally s silly like there's something and, and I, I i wrote this in the notes like there's something always funny to me when a, a robot goes bad immediately because it means that like they really did a bad job at building the <laughs> yeah, robot they, oh, they really <laughs> fucked that robot up <laughs> like they a had to give it super strength and that alone is like well i don't know why you do that and then they had to like yeah really fuck up the programming and not test it and it's, so it's that where it's like this movie is silly it's a silly movie uh it's and and like i'm into that but i don't want this to be every fucking horror movie <laughs> sure yeah and I, yeah. you know we're getting a lot of really great horror i think we mentioned in a previous yeah. episode we're in sort of like a, a, a horror renaissance which is great um oh shit i had a thought that i lost it damn it well real quick uh i was trying to figure out where i knew the little girl from uh the hunting of hill house oh it's yeah little nell yeah okay sure um yeah. oh i remember the 
the actual like the wilder moment in this trailer for me i mean as incredible as uh the little megan robot doing tiktok dances is right um is they have a real like dr octopus moment in this yes where it's like the little girl yeah. is, is staying with her aunt or whatever and she's like oh you seem lonely well here i just happen to be working on this incredibly advanced life like ai robot doll uh, I'm just going to go ahead and bring this right. home so you have something right. to play with. And it's it's like in in the, the, the reason I say it's a Dr. Octopus moment is in Spider-Man 2. Uh, they spend the whole first act of the movie where Doc Ock is talking about his fusion reactor. And when he goes to show it off, he's like, by the way, here are these four metal arms. I right. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like, I hold on, like, hold yeah. on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, everybody should be like, OK, pause, pause. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what? I did, it's science. This is yeah. just science, okay? Well, well, how do they work? Oh, they poke right into my brainstem so I control them with my <laughs> thoughts. You fucking what? You right. what? What is... I also... You just solved paralysis. Yeah, apparently. Like, that's the more... That's a huge invention. You don't need to fuck around with fusion. No, I need to make my mini sun. <laughs> yeah. You don't yeah. understand. <laughs> Why is everybody so impressed with these arms? <laughs> <laughs> My my other comment about this movie that it's kind of the trailer's fault is they kind of show the whole movie and oh, yeah. maybe it, it can't be helped but it's also like it bums me out because I don't think this movie is actually going to be that weird. Um, no, I think I, it's, it's going to be dancing is going to be the strangest thing. Yeah, yeah, and they put it in the trailer. The robot's going to kill the little boy in the woods. They're going to mm-hmm. give the robot the benefit of the doubt at first. They'll be like advocates. You know, there'll be someone who's like, mm-hmm. no, the ro- people who've designed it is like, no, it can't kill. No, like it, it'll be the, a lot of that. And then it'll escalate. I think it hangs someone in the garage. So I think it'll do that next. And it'll do the Chucky murders. And then I think the dancing is in the end where I'm pretty sure the doll is going to go on some sort of rampage. It's always going to be in the name of like, quote unquote, protecting the child. And so I'm guessing it's like they tried to take the child away and it's like obsessed and going there. And that's like it's clearly in an office dancing. And like, I just I I feel like I know the entire film based on the trailer as well. Um, And so, like, I'm all for weird. I actually don't think this is going to be weird. I think it's going to be pretty narratively uh, by the book Um, and Uh, not like. Like, I wish it was more than just visually weird. I wish there was weird storytelling, which, of course, I'm judging the book there could by be. its cover. There could be. Yeah, there could be. I just don't get that impression from this trailer at all. Um, like, I don't think it's going to be yeah. as weird as it wants us to think. I don't know. Yeah. I Something else I noticed, and I don't know what it means yet, because, like you said, judging a book by its cover, it's hard to see intention. Yeah. But something I noticed that, like, my like sci-fi spidey sense like perked up is that notice in the trailer anytime someone is referencing the robot as like just a harmless girl it's an it like they use the it pronoun right when well it is doesn't have a soul when she becomes a horror monster though she is a her and i thought that that was i thought that was interesting the psychology of that yeah see that would be a really yeah, maybe they will explore that. That's again, th- for knows? all we know, this movie does something amazing. Yeah. Um, it's just right now I have it on the shelf next to like the movie about the haunted pants or like Smile right. or the ones that are like like we're we're trying to get people in the door with like a gimmick. She gets As on all fours and to... runs like the horse girl from the TikTok. <laughs> she dances like TikTok. It's like all right, oh, this man. is weird. 
and that's uh, memeable. Sometimes that's the marketing strategy, though, is show the exactly show the memeable moments. Yeah. What if you had? What if your brain is blown by our thoughts on AI? I mean, that's that is that's the only reason that the dancing is in the trailer is so that it gets memed on on Twitter and and Instagram and TikTok, etc. That's the only reason. You're hundred percent correct. Um, but hopefully, you know, it's from the like we said, it's from the writer of Malignant. It's from the director of. Uh, apparently a good movie. I've, uh, Housebound is one of those that I've been meaning to watch forever. It's oh, on yeah. my watch list. I just haven't gotten to it. Um, so hopefully it, it it does something does something cool. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I'm I'm. That's the thing. Like the trailer it, it doesn't impress me as much as the credits. The, the credits are what getting me to be like, oh, I'm kind of interested in this. Yeah. Um. Uh. Because Malignant again, I didn't care for Malignant, but if you recall, they didn't do that for the trailer. They. <laughs> took a risk they yeah. said we're gonna present this they, and i did not let on what the fuck was going yeah. on in that movie <laughs> and i really like the fundamental idea i'm a big fan of it to the point that i've been trying to write something with it of something that seems supernatural that ends up being technically not spoilers for malignant like the idea that the the first half of malignant is trying to make it look like a james wan horror movie yeah. Where it's like, ooh, spooky ghosts. And then you learn, like, oh, it doesn't have ghosts at all. Like, I really respect that idea. Uh, yeah, it's like Humbug, the episode of the X-Files. What if the yeah. twist is that the little girl who's sad and lonely is also is the newest version of the robot? See, that would be interesting. And or it could, ne- it, it could ne- go the route of... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is actually, like, the previous like misfit toy or something i don't know right. oh that would, that would be, be interesting so they're that like would be interesting because her parents are <laughs> her parents, her are, parents dead. are dead oh fuck abe i bet dead. you're fucking right yeah. yeah i bet you're right <laughs> yeah that would be a twist that might right? be the twist it, yeah. it reminds me and of this this direct-to-video 90s horror movie called pinocchio's revenge where it was about this little boy who got a pinocchio doll and like pinocchio kept coming to life and killing everybody and the twist was that <laughs> pinocchio yeah. wasn't coming to life at all it was the little kid that was killing everyone um, oh, that was fun so i i was wondering if maybe this movie is going to be some kind of version of that but now i'm thinking it it'll be more what abe is saying with maybe a little bit of the pinocchio's revenge angle but we'll see Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I see the, I think this is all cool ideas. I'm just wondering like this is this is the issue is like if it's just Chucky. It could just be Chucky, like, yeah. Then that's like kind of disappointing because it's not that interesting. Right. <laughs> it's just a slasher where they redressed Chucky. Like well, and it. even if you remember this was literally the plot of the reboot that they did in yeah. 2019. Yeah. It was. Was that Chucky so was an AI? Yeah, and so, like, I don't know. I see why people are, like... I, I just think people are overreacting to this trailer because it's literally just the dance. It That's is. It. It, it really is. just It's the dance and yep. knowing that it was it's from the person who wrote Malignant. Right, but if you saw this trailer on its own and it didn't include that one dance scene, I think this would pass people by pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, because it's not that interesting otherwise. And that's what I mean about, like, the orphan of it all and the Malignant, where it's, like... Uh, again, Malignant, um, I shouldn't lump in, but like Orphan is a, is pretty good, but also pretty boring at times, mm-hmm. especially when you know the twist and you realize like, oh, that movie is like 80% it's twist. Yeah. Um, and so like this feels like it's 80%. She's dancing. <laughs> TikTok dance, you know? It could be. Because the, the kills, <laughs> the, yeah, the scenes it's showing aren't that interesting otherwise. No. Um, Not at all. 
Yeah, right. Or maybe they are. You know, we, we don't know. But uh, we don't know. I still want to see it. Thregan. Because I like horror movies. And, yeah. you know. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm going to watch this goddamn thing. I'm going to watch sure. it. Yeah. Just to see the, uh, just to see her get on all fours again and run through, gallop through the forest. like <laughs> Gallop through the woods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like horse yeah. girl. Oh my God. Sorry. You might have mentioned this. She <laughs> plays the engineer at a toy company. It's a toy. It's a toy. So it it's supposed to be a toy. toy. Yeah. Yeah. It really, it literally is child's play. I just didn't realize that they're making this as a quote unquote toy. I thought this was like, you know, like for like the the movie AI or something. Yeah, for uh, like sad parents. Or yeah, something. or something. Yeah. But the fact that this is a supposed to be a toy, it really is that Doc Ock situation, isn't yeah. it? That's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, that's it for trailers. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's move Knocking on. Knocking them down, dude. Knocking yeah. them down. Uh, let's name some more producers, shall we? Yeah, uh, let's big do thank it. you to to Glitterous, CFO of Michael Shannon's Chocolate Factory. Thank you. Uh big thank you to Davey, the ghost of East Las Vegas, Francis. Huh. <laughs> thank you. Uh thank you. Thank you to Oh Great, it's that guy. Thank you. Thank you to Chester's Prophet. Thank you so much. Thank you to definitely not Guillermo del Toro. Thank you. Thank you to Brian, who Tom knows. Thanks, Brian. Thank you to Bob Grenville. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Steven. Thank you. Thank you to Han Toomey, the confused cyborg. All right. Let me leap in here. Let me gallop in here on all fours. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you to Asking Seven. <laughs> thank you. Thank you to Evil Ed 209. Oh, yeah. You're so cool, Brewster. Thank you to Manishevitz <laughs> Maltov says economic solidarity is the path to paradise, comrades. Spooky. Uh, thank you to Tiger Drawers Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank you. Thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Thank you. Thank you to Cody Johnson's Time Machine Noise. Thank you. Thank you to Pete Forpagel. Thank you. Thank you to follow viral TikTok superstar Jason Parchin <laughs> on TikTok and buy his new book, If This Book Exists, You're in the Wrong Universe. Uh, Thank you. Are Jason. we sure that's not Jason? <laughs> that's Jason. That's Jason. Um, oh, that would be so funny if it was. <laughs> that would be so good if it was. I actually know it is not. It okay. is not Jason. It's not but Jason. it would be so funny if it was. It would was. be really funny. Well, it's, it's kind of, yeah, that would be really Jason. good. <laughs> He's just buying ad space at all of his friends. Why not? Um, let's talk about our, this our, Blade movie. Our ad movie. space is cheap. Um, yeah, is. yeah. Let's talk about this Blade movie that they, for some reason, can't fucking figure out. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they. It's officially on hold because not only are they searching for a new director, but also a new script. So I really want to know, like, what, like it, it was like I, I, I'm part of me is imagining that Marvel, like, like emailed the director of the 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 old director and was like okay so how are we doing on that and the director being like oh shit i didn't realize i oh i, I didn't know it was a thing fi- yeah like i didn't i thought when you said like do blade i thought it was like conversational and i didn't realize like it was like an official thing uh i haven't been doing anything like that's what it feels like it feels like they didn't do their homework no. and they're yeah. like shit do you know they're- well yeah go ahead i there's so there's stories from Marvel about how their relationships with directors. Yeah, it they're is not a good stories. Studio that controls almost every element of films. The director is more like a TV director, you know, mm-hmm. um, and they're usually there for their name 
Um, and sometimes there, I think there's a few of them that are exceptions because they're almost bigger than Marvel in a, in a, in a surprisingly weird way. And it's usually because their voices, they're like voice centered. I'm thinking of like, uh, Watiti and stuff, uh, gun, for example, um, you know, Kugler. Um, but for the most part, they usually want, and it's where like the Russo brothers started too. They wanted TV directors. They wanted young directors who didn't really have much of a quote unquote voice, uh, as their, you know, I, as their iconography, as their branding in order to be, to push them around, to be like, um, you're not that big of a deal. You're going to do what we say because the brain trust at Marvel has to win, right? That's how right. the movies work because it's a cinematic universe. It's different from just a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so because yeah. of that, I think that's usually where almost, I mean, it's, if you look back and read the stories about how Edgar Wright was going to direct Ant-Man, uh, you basically know everything you need to know uh, about kind of how they deal with it. And I'm pretty sure this is the same situation right now is that, it's like, yes, I would love to do a Marvel movie because think about how awesome that would be. Yeah, I would Blade, be immediately, you know? I could become famous, but also I do believe of myself as an artist and like I have a trajectory in my mind of how I want to do this and that would completely cur- like curtail all that. Right, and because so it's I probably, think, yeah. it's like getting a bunch of money dumped on your lap. It's like, oh, in my next film, I can do whatever I want. But it doesn't matter if you make a movie you don't like, right? Right. And yeah. and then you're like, well, no one's going to – I'm a laughing stock. Yeah. And also, I don't want to ever make a movie that I, I like, am, like, literally saying shit that I don't want to say. Like, I right. don't – you know, because that's that could be a problem. It's also – this is a pro this has been a problem within disney with both of their huge like marvel and star wars for the you know since they bought both of those things pretty much right. uh, is that they keep trying to reverse engineer these movies they keep trying to like build them wrong or like like backwards yeah. like they start with like yeah. like this one i kind of get because uh, you know the story very you know it's the story that went around very famously where basically mahershala ali just called kevin feige and was like i'm blade and he's like yes you are uh yeah. so, so like i get that but like mm-hmm. they do this with you know the like announcing we're gonna do a new star wars trilogy and then just have they sent three different teams off to go write their own movies without a thought of how they would connect and it's like this is the, a, a symptom of the yeah. same kind of thinking where it's like you're you're trying to you're, you're making this backwards like a, you know what it, you should start you know by writing the of? movie or knowing what the movie is right yeah what it reminds me of without getting too big of a rant it reminds me of elon musk who's like oh yeah the tesla truck yeah that's that's gonna be a boat too and there's some engineer somewhere doing a spit take hearing that <laughs> like i'm sorry what like, it's a lot of that. It's a, a lot bit. of, I want this to look like the future, and then I'll figure out the rest. And Marvel is very much of like, we want, we know what we want this to look like. Um, and yeah, it's not just Marvel, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, that's why it worked they, for a while, and now it's, feels it's like it's also why apart. they pivoted to TV, right? TV yeah. shows are something you can do. Well, let's just do six episodes, eight episodes to, do the the stuff that we want to to pivot things in our direction and then we can leave the movies to just be the same thing over and over and over because that right. 
that's like that's the juice that's the sweet sweet juice that we get yeah uh so it's like all the interesting meta conversations she hulk just had an episode that like just kind of did this um and it's and it's very much so uh a like bait and switch uh that they're doing with tv but i think with the and with the blade movie i think the the strife is probably coming from that. No one is verifying it yet, well, but I think that hindsight will inform yeah, the us rumors that, right. that I heard there was that idea that I heard those, the thing that was like, the script is 90 pages and has two lackluster action scenes and Mahershala Ali wasn't happy with it. I'm guessing Mahershala Ali, considering that starting the story is just like, I'm running this show, mm. which is fine. But I'm guessing what actually happened is probably not as common with marvel or it is probably a little is that this director had a script that he made that he liked that didn't do that he was like i want to avoid this trope and this trope and this trope and it really feels like they looked at it and they're like yeah but can we make it two and a half hours long and have this trope and this trope and this trope trope and 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 being like i don't want to do this and here's a laundry list of scenes that have to happen and right you gotta introduce xyz characters and yeah and and it's so detailed that here's the script (laughs) it's like yeah that's kind of how it works there um Yeah, yeah it doesn't feel like you direct a marvel movie um and like it feels like directors can like sneak in little things like little mm. treats for themselves um but for the most part yeah it is and again we've talked about this a million times it's just what makes the marvel movies always rub me the wrong ways because they feel like a corporate made thing mm-hmm. uh albeit one that has a lot of talent yeah. behind it um, yeah it's but, always the talent pyramid right because like if the writer is enough like if you're i mean we'll just say if you're Miller and Lord, uh, and Lord, you can do whatever the fuck you want. So that's why right. we get, you know, into the Spider Verse or whatever. Like we can, these there's it depends. I mean, on unless they're trying the to make anchor. a Han Solo movie, yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, they can't get them all right, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like they could do weird stuff because they're known for doing weird stuff. You know, like Lego Movie and stuff like that. And people were like, oh, we're really into just the very concept of what they write um that is still it may not be necessarily as celeb like the celebrity uh like notion of like well will fans really react to it but in i think inside the industry it definitely does work like that there are rock stars that walk among us and those people are the ones who all all the power gravitates toward right Um, and sometimes they have they they do have good ideas yeah, that's why they're there. Um, um, but sometimes so. they are people who had good ideas, perhaps. Yeah. And then are like, I don't know, a J.J. Abrams type where it's like, maybe you shouldn't be in charge of every <laughs> everything. Right. Maybe you shouldn't have a Star War and be in charge of Star Trek. And like, yeah, maybe we should have people who are passionate about these projects, mm-hmm. uh, making them instead of just a someone who delivered a lot for you. Um, yeah. And, and wh- it, it, yeah. One last thing on just the approaches, because it's kind of coming right off the there's two major stories that have happened fairly recently with two big two the two biggest corporations running stories right now, which is the approaches to not being happy with the product. And uh, the other one would be Warner Brothers and uh, Batgirl. And they're right. not the same situation at all. I just wanted to point out that uh, there'll be a lot of comparison to that. But Marvel had a much better situation in this case of not having 
already spent a ton of money yet. So it's kind of the only reasonable choice at this point is just like, hurry up and wait, you know? Oh, yeah. No, here's here's the thing. We like we are seeing the system working better than it's worked in the past. Right. Like we've talked about this where it's like, I'm glad that they didn't make, you know, say two Star Wars and then be like, oh, how do we end this? Like they are. It's good that they're saying, okay, we need a new script for Blade. Like, Let's that's, make it that's better. the system mm-hmm. working, right? Yeah. So you turn into their script. minds. Yeah. What it is about Marvel, and like, that that's what's interesting. Okay. That is an interesting thing about this, is we could argue this is Marvel actually doing the right thing for once, because mm-hmm. normally Marvel did that thing where they'd say, okay, on exactly this date, this movie, this date, this movie, this date, this movie, and they'd like plan five years in advance. And then it's like, oh, we don't have the script ready. They're like, too bad. We're doing it. You know, like yeah. that. There was that feeling. Um, it's a good reaction. The, like, it's good that a studio goes, OK, we're going to hit pause. We're going to dump the script and we're going to start again before we do anything else. Right. Yeah. That is good. That is good. Yeah. Very. That true. is how movies should be made. Yeah. It's more of just like at this at this point, we're all kind of rolling our eyes at Marvel. Personally, my frustration is that Blade is the single thing I'm the most excited for. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, come on, guys. Well, <laughs> Just get Blade. Like, they already did give him a cameo in Eternals, um, a movie that I'm sure they'd be happy for everybody to forget, because that's what it is. It's more like movies like Eternals, where it's like a little man, or sorry, a giant man bursts out of the, <laughs> the earth. And mm-hmm. then all the other movies are like, let's pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> like, there's this feeling of, discontinuity with their current plan and this feels like another example of that like it's just like really you introduced blade and eternals and you don't have any idea what you were going to do with him but this is them doing the right thing that would be so amazing (laughs) what blade and eternals he is he's at the end of eternals he is yeah the the post credits has blade in it not you don't see him you hear him fucking Fucking what's his name? Jon Snow picks up a sword who I guess means he's going to be someone. Yeah. He's, God, that he's movie's a mess. Black Knight. Yeah. Yeah. It's and really, then someone. Really what? Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm and then it. you hear a voice that says something like nice sword or whatever. And it's fucking Mahershala yeah, Ali's voice. Blade? Yeah. All right. And so him and Jon Snow are going to do. This is what weird. I mean is the problem that Marvel has created for themselves. It is still the Tesla problem where like you watch that and you're like, okay, I guess those two are going to hang out. And so now I'm sure they're going into the Blade movie and they're like, okay, you got to include this and this and this because we already set it up. Someone has to talk about this giant man that came out of the earth. And probably this director is like, I just want to write a Blade movie. Can we yeah, just I not make it? I thought it was just it? vampires. Yeah, yeah. Can we just, can we, can we not set it in the same universe? Is that possible? And, you know, like, it's like, no, they, they've, everything is, every movie has to build oh, upon the last that it's baby. becoming this elaborate house of cards mm-hmm. and it's like i don't know man maybe you should just make independent movies <laughs> like or rather movies are independent of the mcu i don't know. the marvel cinematic universe is expanding yeah. quicker than the real universe yeah <laughs> that's, that's um, an onion joke about porn actually nice <laughs> they're like the porn universe is expanding larger it's great. The porn is there a porn cinematic universe? Yeah, it's all porn. No, oh, okay, that yeah. actually makes sense. Yeah, yeah. um, I want to drop this story in real quick. Uh, they gave the go ahead for the Seth MacFarlane produced Naked Gun remake, mm-hmm. and I know that 
that I, that bums out some people, but it also is they're saying the writer or director might be uh what's his name Akiva Schaefer. It's Akiva Schaefer, yeah, from Lonely Island. Yeah, and so it's like okay, and then it's gonna be Liam Neeson. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Yep, huh. that sounds good. That's pretty pretty Why perfect not? if you're gonna do a Naked Gun reboot. I mean, he's yeah. not exact. He's not exactly the same, obviously, but like you can immediately picture what that's going to be. Well, you know, yeah. you've, everyone who's seen the improv scene with Ricky Gervais that he did, basically, you know that he can do. Yeah, he can do that stuff. And <laughs> he he's, can do he's, comedy where he is just deadpan. Yeah, right. And like, <laughs> it's obviously like okay, the best way to do Naked Gun remake is to not do it. But also, who cares? Yeah, it's who cares? The naked it's gun. Naked Gun. It's not like yeah. super precious. It's just yeah. It's well, just a movie about jokes. That's all yeah, it's about. But what's yeah. interesting about this news is it did remind me. No, it is precious in a couple ways. One of those ways is having a serious actor, like yes. Leslie Nielsen was, do the role and do play it role. as a straight man. That's how and it's it like worked. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, oh shit, they're gonna do that. So you got the one thing right. So if, fuck it. If he's funny, though. Yeah, he won't be. Leslie Nielsen was extremely <laughs> funny. Mm-hmm. That was a good point. And he, they just didn't use that part of his uh, talent at the beginning of his career. I don't know if we're in the same situation, but I hope he thinks he does because I'm here <laughs> to watch it. Oh, I'm sure he thinks he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to watch he it. Gives me, he gives me Russell Crowe vibes, which is guy <laughs> yeah. who isn't that funny, who thinks he's very <laughs> funny. He thinks he's very cool. Yeah. Russell I mean, Crowe so thinks tall. he's very funny. Yeah. Oh, man. I would love to see a naked gun with Russell Crowe. <laughs> Russell oh, Crowe. It's shit. just fucking bone chilling. <laughs> none, of the, none of the jokes land. It's just too scary. <laughs> <laughs> just feel it just feels like he's driving around taking people to the back room and beating the hell out of right. them. Yeah. Yeah. That's um right. Final news. Uh this is for Abe. Uh Brendan Ooh. Fraser says he's open to another mummy movie. So Abe, send him email him you know, something. Yep. Abe. I read this and the article. I know this is nonsense because I read the article yeah. because you put it in here, and this is how I learned this information. And it's just something he said in the interview. Oh like, yeah, it's literally something. Figure saying, it out. Would you do another mummy of movie? And him kind of saying, "I like, love the mummy. I don't know, but sure. But I just wanted here's... you to know that based off the title of the article, for a brief second, it was very real to me. Aww. And I'm using the rest of my life to take down clickbait and you, Dave, as so a concept. I... <laughs> purposely phrase this as he says he's open to another mummy movie uh-huh. that's it that's the truth brendan Fra- frazier when asked said here's, i'd be open to it if someone came up with the right concept i can't here's, believe you've done here's this. the actual quote which is very funny uh he says he starts it off with i don't know how it would work <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but i'd be open to it if someone came up with the right conceit yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what it always is. Every time you see this headline, who doesn't yeah. like, say that? Like who for years. Yeah. Like for years, they were he like also... Keanu Reeves said he'd be open to a new Matrix or another Bill and Ted, and it's because of this. It's like the interviewers ask him, "Hey, but would you ever do another Bill and Ted?" Yeah, sure. Did he? Did he not do another he did Matrix? Both and another of those Bill things. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's it took, what I'm saying. I mean, after ten oh years of God. seeing that same headline, but yeah. Mm-hmm. God. So we could see a, a Mummy so... 4 with Brendan <laughs> Fraser. This is the thing about these clickbait headlines. I get that they're frustrating, 
But if when you think about it, this is the most power like entertainment journalists have is yeah. they incept hope. They put the little bug in some producer's brain that goes, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. we could do another mummy. Couldn't we? Couldn't People be. would watch that. And um, then someone's like, and we'll do it in 40 years when Brendan Fraser is actually a mummy. Yeah, exactly. And That's yeah. the twist. He's, he's going to be the mummy. He's, he's going to be old raggedy ass mummy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's going to be a busted ass mummy. Busted ass mummy. <laughs> Just God, dusty he as also shit. Said, he also said the Tom Cruise one didn't work because it wasn't fun, which is the least controversial statement you could say about that movie. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Brendan. Yeah. He, like, was, yeah, he was no, being extremely right. diplomatic. Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah it just wasn't fun. It took, he said it took itself too seriously. Or rather, he didn't yeah. say too seriously. He just said it took itself very seriously. What is he? Brian Cox, like at the end of his rope. <laughs> oh, man. Brian Cox just for no reason. putting out his book like, I'm going to fucking like, massacre people <laughs> in my book. <laughs> Honestly, Alan I would, Rickman just like fuck everybody. Yeah, I would argue that if anybody deserves to do that, it's Brendan Fraser. That's Fraser, right. and uh, like he's being extremely diplomatic considering what Hollywood is. did to him. He's you know, also, so it's like, that's like yeah, his, that's his brand. He's like the nicest guy, right? Right. He's continues to be the nicest guy. Yeah, I bet he was he's a not monster. broken. I bet it's gonna. We're gonna find out he's a monster. I don't well, know. Well, he's There's taking the, He's, too, he's doing that petty high road. I love the petty high road. The petty high road, which is nice. like you take the high road because it's e actually pettier to do it that way. Yeah, it's passive aggressive in a in a way. Petty you know? high road. Petty high road. Sure. All right, Mummy Four confirmed. Mummy Four confirmed. <laughs> Abe finally can die. Davis, David S. Goyer will write it. Hell yeah, and it he will be terrible. Mm -hmm. Get back, How Stephen can I Summers. <laughs> oh you want to you want to thank some more producers Should yeah man that? i can't wait okay um thank you to del griffith the shower curtain fella thank you thank you to the midnight patron with patrons at midnight thank, thank you, you so much thank you to exploding runes thank you thank you to andrew the proud satanist how hail satan thank you to vincent thank you thank you to rev md thank you Thank you to Bootler Bootleson. Thank you so much. Thank you to Tux. Tux. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thank you. Thank you to Norm from Cheers. Norm. Thank you to Space McNulty. Thank you. All right, let me. Tom, let me what? There's a name change that takes two lines. I'm just warning you now. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let me take over here. Uh, thank you to your mom. Thank you. Thank you to Nolan. Two B star Carol Mayton recommends 1989's Haunted Lawnmower Jaws ripoff Blades. Thank you. That's, yeah, sure. I'll watch that. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Andrew. Abe Epperson deserves more hype. McGuire. Hey, thanks, Andrew. Thank you to AJ. Thank you. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Thank you. Thank you to Burrito Mouth. Thank you. Thank you to the ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank you. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank you. Thank you to Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Willem Dafoe's Confusingly Large Dick Chill. Thank you. Thank you to Funky J. Thank you. Thank you to Pie Guy. Thank you. And listen, mm -hmm. if any other you other freaks want to do the fucking Halloween name, yeah, you message us. Uh, I'll get to it as soon as I can. Dave fucking loves it when you do that. Yeah, shit. he's so excited. I, I'm kind he's of so a fan. Twice now. I'm kind of a fan, but I will say, he's hot I might for your after Halloween, Halloween I might not change it back unless you specifically tell me to. Yeah. Yeah. Tis the season that we always think. Mm -hmm. Forever season. This is the reason for the always. season is spookiness. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Uh, Dave. Oh, yeah. 
Dave. Um, no. Yeah. No. no it's, time. It. it's time. It's time. It's <laughs> time for you to. Sh- it's time for you to show the class what you brought. No. Do you have? Listen. Listen. Do you have a movie that deserves more hype? Yes. Oh, what luck! Yeah, I super do. Uh, hit, this hit movie us. is called The Outwaters. The trailer is not specific. Uh, it is this <laughs> very mysterious trailer. It's yeah, mostly quotes. <laughs> it's mostly quotes about uh, how good it is. Um, mm-hmm. I believe this is produced by Bloody Disgusting, which is adorable. But apparently, this oh, there's so many good reviews for this, and they're all from like like the one I use is from Dread Central. They're all from like horror nerd sites, which. I trust in terms of horror where it's like, oh yeah, if all the horror freaks, you know, all those, all those little nerds like it, it's probably quite good as a horror. It's a found footage movie, uh, which really feels like we're, we're, we're hitting a good stride with found footage. Um, It's about, it's apparently a cosmic horror uh, that takes place with um, people uh, filming a music video in the Mojave desert uh and then for like an indie folk band um and then apparently the so what i can tell from what i can tell the cameraman the person the director uh starts uh blasting through different versions of reality uh and so it's a it's a multiverse found footage movie um which kind of makes me roll my eyes but then again everybody's saying it's really good um and yeah. that it's like it, he slowly like goes nuts and i'm sure it's very like lovecraftian and junk yeah the remember, trailer sounds yeah. like the fall or something you know yeah about, like, but a found footage movie which kind of sounds like it rules if the imagery is like really awesome i'm guessing the imagery will be good and actually like more like it found footage fundamentally is usually done because it's cheap so i'm guessing mm. it'll actually not show as much and that right. might be a good thing, you know? Like, yeah, intricately staged stuff as opposed to, like, yeah. huge set pieces. Yeah, that could work. <clears throat> the um, One of the pull quotes that I was la- I laughed at is that this is from Killer Horror Critic. It flashes yep. up screen halfway through the trailer. It says, maybe the closest you can come to feeling the, se- the sensation of death through a movie. <laughs> right, I didn't know how I to love. react to that. Right, because I'm very concerned about that critic. Right, yeah. <laughs> He's like, listen, I know death. <laughs> yes. That's the this is thing. the closest to this experiencing closest. death a movie He's can just get. Like, and he, trust him, he's a flatliner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it also implies that some of us might actually die in this movie. Right. Like, yeah, two, that's, one out okay. of three I'm people. At, I'm almost more interested in whoever wrote that <laughs> killer right. horror critic here's what apparently. i think flatliner yeah <laughs> just oh i've got to i fucking love it when a movie makes me die right it's uh, great here's great. my guess my guess is what they actually mean is the idea of being thrust through like a a, a darkness an unknown a tumultuous is, yeah yeah that's my guess but yeah jesus christ yeah uh, also could be a misinterpreted like like dunk on the movie like i felt like death yeah. this movie sucks so the hard. critic is looking at them they're like hey i meant that as a fucking insult yeah, yeah. that wasn't a positive thing to say yeah. yeah no no i'm super super uh intrigued by this like i 
I like cosmic horror. I haven't seen too many movies that do it well. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, I'm into this. And I, I just like the 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 little write up that you put in mentions tentacles. I'm like, yes, get tentacles yep, we in love there. Tentacles. Um, just do it. Uh, no, I'm super excited for this movie. I'm bummed it's not coming out till next year. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna definitely check it out. Found footage, actually, good found footage. Yeah, really interesting. It's yeah, yeah. So like, I remember being so there was that era of found footage horror that just I hated, and it's weird that now I've like really come around on it. Where it's like, it, it there's some really quality people found are, footage out. Yeah, there. people are doing some really interesting things with it for the past couple of years. Yeah. And we get very little audio from this trailer, but the audio we do get, I actually was a big fan of because it's a, it's a woman who says, I had a dream about my mom last night. And then a dude responds, uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's like, I have weird dreams too. And it's, that's fucking hilarious. That yeah. is way to go. Like That's you so just weird. encapsulated that moment that we've all had with people yeah. and you just put it at the beginning of your trailer and That's I'm great. sure it's going to be significant somehow, but it's just a funny way to start your trailer where you clearly don't want to show everything. You know? Yeah. They don't want to show anything. They, they barely uh, show you anything. They show you yeah. one image. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I wish there was a little bit more. And I, like the thing I said earlier about there's going to be two more trailers and there's going to be plenty of footage we see. But teasers like this always seem useless to me. I don't know. They can promise anything. They can imagine the best movie ever. This movie will kill you. You know, like they can this say this shit. This movie will literally murder you. And it goes you. like, oh, oh no. <laughs> you know, this is going to be good, I guess. Uh, but, you know, there'll be more and it'll be fine. This problem there'll will be solved. There'll be more. And it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. There might be and more. This right. is a pretty small movie, so we might not see anything else about it until it comes yeah. out. Maybe. That's the, true. Uh, one of the pull quotes actually is uh, the most offensive movie that's ever been seen. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll offend you or your money back. Or your money back. The underground found footage movie. <laughs> oh, that's no. A circle, <laughs> that's a full circle. I nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, we brought it yeah. back around. I just want to, one last thing about found footage. Mm -hmm. Who knew that found footage was going to be good and that one of the best was made by Bobcat Goldthwaite? That also is weird. Willow Creek. Willow (laughs) Creek, that's it. Not Wolf Creek. Uh, Yeah, Wolf Creek's a different movie, right? That's the Australian one. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Speaking of full circle, uh, that's a sode. We've done it. We did it. We did it. We hyped. We cast. An hour and 45 minutes. Hell yeah. Yeah, Yeah, what's up? You plug stuff at the beginning. Do you want to plug stuff at the end here? Would you care to do it again? Yeah, I'll just say, to answer your question, I respond with patreon.com slash smallbeans. It's for the people who start the episodes halfway through. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Those maniacs. Yeah, and also I just want to throw in there, if you haven't already or you don't know, uh, you'll get more Tom. You'll get more Dave if you do contribute to Small Beans because That's we have true. two shows that you're familiar with, Spielboys and uh, your f- whatever you do, Dave, the Star yep. Trek one. And those two, half of those episodes are over at my channel. So yeah. That's true. About. Do it. Mm-hmm. Do it. And the other half is on uh, patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. Uh, 
you, you, you go on there, you give $5 a month, you get access to the, the ones that Abe just mentioned, plus two others, uh, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Muller's a Maniac, uh, for, five, for an extra $5 on top of that $5, which equals the number 10, you can watch mm-hmm. movies with us every Friday night. That'll Hell be the yeah. night this comes out. Uh, so check that out. Yeah. Hell We're yeah. probably going to be watching Spook 'em Ups. Ooh, um, spooky. We also have a store. Head over to GameFleetEmployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of things. So check it out. Slap your cosmic peepers onto that. Yeah. Yep. Your writhing tentacular peepers. Yep. Gross. Like, like yeah, I know, man. Listen, I don't. Yeah. Hey, listen. That's true. Thanks that's for true. having me on again, you guys. Of I love course. being hey, business friends with you. Yeah. Anytime. We're the best business friends. We are business yeah. friends. Good, <laughs> good meeting. All right. Uh, <laughs> say goodbye, business pals. Goodbye. Farewell. Bye. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.